Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married 19 years and have seen the fruit in raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from the faith by age 18, and it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in a fallen world. Welcome back to the podcast. So great to be here. One Hi, of our everybody. favorite times of the week, isn't it, honey? It is. We love it. Oh, what an incredible week this last week in very challenging too, huh? A little bit of sickness. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff was going on. <laughs> I passed some kidney stones. If anyone's ever done that before, I don't recommend it, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you went from that to the flu to food poisoning all in like 11 It was days. crazy. But you know what? <laughs> Despite that, there is so much good happening yes. that it overwhelmed those challenges. Yeah. Your perspective is different when you walked through even harder trials. Isn't oh, that right? Oh, sure. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that kind of thing, too. But today, we're so encouraged and excited about this particular episode, how to cultivate a teachable heart. In your kids. So important. Yes. This echoes into their future forever and impacts their relationship with God and either makes your parenting extremely difficult the entire time or... A little bit easier. And sometimes a lot easier. Yeah, it's true. And it's such a pivotal, pivotal thing. It's the really one of the foundational topics, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Because having a teachable heart really determines on if your child is going to be self-focused and prideful or if they're going to have a humble heart and they're going to be teachable. So the question to think about as we're going through this is, are your kids teachable or are they prideful? And it's so important to be really honest with yourself about where your kids are at. If you deal in reality, you can make improvements. If you have the rose tinted glasses on, you never will. That's true. And it's interesting how, you know, parenting over the years, it's easy too to go through seasons where maybe you think that you've been doing it right. You've seen a lot of fruit in your kids' lives. And then you they start becoming that independent spirit starts poking its ugly sinful head again yeah and you may or may not recognize it you have to have your radar out for it because it's something that we do not want to allow to grow in the hearts of our children oh so important and this is important for all ages you could yeah. have you know your youngest at 15 years of age or your <laughs> your oldest is at one years of age that's and right this yep. matters for you equally is important big time okay now most naturally don't have a teachable spirit and why is that Ange? well i think that because it's human nature yeah i mean if you look at genesis it's it's totally written all in genesis 3 with the fall of man and and eve wanting to have an independent spirit and obviously adam had to too because he was tempted as well yeah so it's it's in us we are daughters and sons of adam and eve in that sense and so we have to fight the good fight, as scripture says, to work out our salvation with fear and trembling daily, Yes, laying down our crosses. This is one of them. This is one of laying them. So we're going to dive really into this in a few moments. But mm -hmm. first, we do want to share an important ministry update. Uh, we often call this a movement, and it is because so many people are joining on and it's not about us, it's about God and everybody becoming courageous, courageous parents together. to equip confident Christian kids to launch into the uncertain world and make a difference for the kingdom of of God. That is 
crucial. But we did want to give you a little personal update. Um, there, not too long ago, actually, I rather suddenly left the entrepreneurial world, which I'd been in since I was, I don't know, really little, but re- mainly since I was 19 years of age in a major way. Mm-hmm. And I'm 43 now. And just at the end of last year, uh, bounced out of it uh, pretty fast because it became so clear that God wanted me to join with my wife in ministry to further um you know, God's kingdom. And so yeah. that was a big shift. And that meant income shift too, right? How are we going yeah. to make income with doing ministry solely? Right. And we actually stopped getting income in November. Yeah. So, so it's been a few months. It's been a few and months. And God has just been providing. If any of you guys follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you might have seen that we were trying to sell our sprinter van yeah which we did praise god that was one of our prayer requests to be able to enable us to be able to keep doing this podcast for at least a few more months help to close the gap there so and god is uh, providing things are happening but one of the ways that you can support the ministry and get something of value yourself is at courageousmom.com there's books there's courses all kinds of great things, uh, which Angie has been in ministry for 15 years or so. So it's really exciting there. And so check that out if you haven't already. And there's also another announcement, which is interesting. You've been using Young Living Essential Oils for eight years or so. And and now you're you're building the business side is uh, one of the things that you were doing because it just Mm -hmm. makes sense with everything that's happening here. But you're in one of the fastest growing uh, businesses in that company. That's and true. That's it, true. And it's so interesting to see how well it's going. Yeah, it's exciting. And I think that the best part is that I get to now help mentor moms in leaving the legacy on the practical side of their homes, you know, making a more toxic free so, zone in their homes, things so like cool. that. So if you're interested in oils, I'd love to have you on my team. And that's a courageous mom. Dot com and you'll see a tab there. It's Courageous Mom Essentials. Yep. So if you want to see a video of why she's doing that and all those kinds of things, you're interested in learning from Angie in that way. Um, the other side of the ministry is Courageous Parenting, uh, CourageousParenting.com. And the books are now uh, getting further to finish. And so we're yeah. excited about that. It shouldn't be too long. And the Courageous Parenting books for him and her will be out in the future. And we're working on that. And the biblical parenting program called the Parenting Mentor Program. Has Courageous- been going awesome. We're finishing up our first session. Our first group is finishing their last week. So many testimonials coming in. It's exciting. We had 25 couples, which is cool. Yeah. So it's great. It's so great. So if you know somebody interested in that, CourageousParenting.com, that helps us be able to do what we're doing. And we're completely committed to impacting 1 million families and their Mm -hmm. legacies through these different resources. So uh, why don't you give them an encouragement, honey, and we'll kick it off. So we are going to be talking about this topic of cultivating a teachable heart. And my encouragement to you guys is that, like Isaac said, doesn't matter how old your kids are, if they're one or they're 15, this is an encouragement for you to never stop chasing after your child's heart. If you have a one-year-old and you're hearing this, I would encourage you to stay diligent and keep chasing your child's heart because I guarantee that fi- when they're 15 years old, they're going to need you to be continually teaching them about having a teachable heart and holding yep. them accountable. And if you are just listening to this and you have not created or cultivated that kind of an atmosphere or relationship with your kids and they are older, say they're mm-hmm. 9, 10, 11 years old, I just want to encourage you that your kids can be receptive and that 
you may have to chase hard. If your kids have a relationship with the Lord, then it may be a little bit easier. But this, we're going to dig into all aspects of this topic. And so hang in there and um, just know that we're praying for you. And we've totally been there. We're in the trenches now, but we've also been doing this for 18, 19 years. We have eight of them from four months to 18. So we know what you're going through. That's right. And so it's really vivid. We've seen a lot of fruit in our kids, which is exciting. Yeah. We have really good relationship with our older kids. and But yet we're still in the training. So it's fresh on the front forefront of our minds. And so we're hoping that this is a really encouraging podcast. So today. the first thing we've got to dive into is the independent spirit that's in all of us. And I say all of us, it's in me, it's in everybody. And we need mm-hmm. to really crush that spirit to have a teachable spirit. It's kind of the the, the opposites of each other, okay? There's a certain level of independence that can be good and strong and we want, but this is more the independent spirit that goes against the teachability. And Mm -hmm. if you want obedient kids, if you want a peaceful home, if you want kids that want to learn from God, Mm -hmm. then they better want to learn from you. That's right. The teachable heart is definitely about having a soft heart that is able to take correction. Mm-hmm. Like when you were um, lecturing, let's just use that as an, ex- an example. If you are having a conversation with your child and teaching them, holding them accountable and saying, you're lying to me. We just had this conversation with our youngest yeah. today or, or second youngest. You're lying. Do you know what God's word says about lying now? He could have had an unteachable heart and been, no, I didn't, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But he didn't actually. He listened to he me. He listened. And uh, he got uh, a consequence, which he really doesn't like being away from everybody. So mm-hmm. that was the consequence I chose today. And uh, he sat in his bed and I told him to pray about it. And um, he prayed. And then, and then he came back out and said, I'm ready to talk to you. And I talked to God and he told you he was three years old. You guys, three years old, telling dad that he talked to God about lying and about offending his dad and offending his brothers and that he prayed for his brothers and that he was really sorry about lying and he wasn't going to do it again and all it, without having to be prompted. And he was joyful. And he was, but he was sincerely sorry also. And so um, every kid in every situation is a little different. That's just one example that we had from today. Yeah. So Angie, how do you, you know, go from that independent spirit that doesn't want to listen because we've experienced that. Mm -hmm. It's not like our kids come out like that and they just stay like no that. no child does no Are child does okay so if you ever see a kid that's like really behaving and and listens to their mom and obeys them you don't do this this is completely wrong <laughs> oh my kids are different i know they must have gotten yeah. this the kids that obey oh and- i'd have eight kids too <laughs> if mine obeyed like yours Uh, (laughs) okay you can believe lies all you want um but that's not true and so the truth is that it takes a lot of work to raise godly kids to raise kids whose hearts want to be godly want to be righteous want to be holy and they're not perfect our kids are not perfect um but we know what God's word tells us about how we're supposed to be, but also how we're supposed to teach our kids. And we specifically, we're going to go over some scriptures that talk about why it is so important that we are raising our kids with a teachable heart. So I'm going to share with you Proverbs chapter 12, verse one, and we're going to skip down to verse eight. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge. 
but he who hates correction is stupid. stupid. <laughs> okay, that was verse one. Verse eight says, a man will be commended according to his wisdom. So let me just ask you this. Do you want your children to be commended by God? Do you want them to be wise? A man will be commended according to his wisdom. Do you want that for your kids when they're older? Do you want your kids to love knowledge? Do you want them to be like, wow, thanks for telling me I didn't realize that I hurt my brother that way, or I realized mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't mean to hurt my friend that way. I'm glad you're telling me that I said that too harshly. Mm-hmm. Or do you want your kids to hate instruction and be like, oh, mom, and rolling their eyes? This is what we're talking about, okay? We want our kids to have wisdom. And so when you're in those parenting moments where they're challenging and your kids are maybe defiant uh, or these kinds of things, a question for you is, are you trying to teach them the right ways or are you just directing? Mm. You, When you say directing, you mean like commanding them to do commanding, something. Commanding, short-tempered, uh, mm-hmm. not patient, giving as few words as possible because they're interrupting you and what you want to do in your agenda. Mm-hmm. And so, Ange, why don't you share that because you're the one that's dealing with that kind of situation. So it's situational, teachable, hard, independent spirit. Yeah. Because it happens all throughout the day, especially being a homeschool mom. I'm at home with my kids all the time and have been for 18 years. And so there have been some seasons where you're home, more seasons where you haven't been home though. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say that they definitely like, there are times when I have struggled personally with not being clear, for example, Mm -hmm. and asking the kids directly to do something. And so I would encourage moms to be very clear. If you are telling your child to do something, don't ask them a question. Literally just say, I need you to move your laundry over to the dryer. Not, will you move your laundry over to the dryer? Because you can't hold them accountable for disobedience if you're asking them a question. So first of all, Mm. you need to be clear on if you're asking a question or if you're commanding them to do something. Real quick right there, there's a... This is finesse because yes. you could think you directly ask them something, but, but really, in actuality, you, you might gave not them be. a choice in yeah. the language you use. And I used to, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I used to do, I used to m- make this mistake all the time, especially with my oldest four kids. And it wasn't until they became teenagers to where they were like, mom, are you asking me to do this? And then I really like had to be introspective and go, wow, I try to be softer with my commands because I'm afraid of being like a command woman, right? Mm -hmm. So, but then that's confusing for your kids. And so you really need to cut that out. It's you are the parent. And if you tell your kids to do something, you need to expect them to do it. And if they don't do it, then you know to hold them accountable accountable to disobedience. Now, on the side of teaching, that's different, right? And so when you're teaching them, you're not actually commanding them to do anything. You're not directing them to do anything unless you're like going through their school guide and you're like, okay, so you're going to trace Africa. Then you're going to, in that regard, you are giving them instructions. But that's still not teaching. Right. Teaching is when you are having a conversation about a specific topic and you can sense if they have a prideful countenance about them where they're not listening and they're closed off. We're talking about their heart being closed off to actually hearing what you're saying regarding anything. If you're dealing with reconciliation between kids, if you're dealing with reconciliation between you and them, if you are teaching the word of God, 
If you're sitting at the table and you have, you're going through a study with your mm-hmm. kids or you're reading a book to all of your children, are they not paying attention? Are they not willing to listen so to you? So everybody wants to know, what do you do when that happens? When your kids don't listen, you call it out. You definitely do not sweep it underneath the rug and let it go. It is one of the most crucial things to identifying your kids if they have a teachable heart or not. Another example would be if they, for example, we get a lot of experience in this because we homeschool. And so when the kids are struggling with a specific problem in math or in Mm -hmm. logic, if they come to me, but they're not willing to listen to how I'm trying to teach them, does that make sense? Yeah. Then I have to deal with the heart first before we can even get to the math problem. And if they're older, just stop and go, I am not going to give you the value. I will not help you if you have that spirit of independence. Uh, there have been many times where I've actually, with the kids, had to say, do you want my help? Okay. They say yes. And then I ask them next. Okay. So if you want my help, then what I require of you is to have a teachable heart to open your eyes, make eye contact with me, mm-hmm. to listen. Sometimes I even say, take notes. And I tell them that this is why. Mommy wants to help you. Mom wants to help you. But I'm not going to waste my time speaking to someone that is going to ignore me or not respect the time I'm spending with them. Mm-hmm. Because that's how we all need to be. We all need to be respectful of people who are pouring into us. Yeah. Right here in 1 Peter 5, 5, it says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. What a beautiful scripture. You can talk directly to your kids about that and go, do you want God's grace or do you want God's resistance in your life. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's, Use scripture. It's true. And to be memorizing scriptures like this in here, Peter is quoting the Old Testament. Yeah. And it's really, really important that when we are memorizing scripture with our kids, that we're applying it to life because there are the, there are parents who have really good intentions to memorize scripture with their kids. Mm -hmm. But if they're not then taking that scripture and applying it to life into the child's life, kids are not going to learn how the scripture is actually alive and how it impacts their life. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Which is, that's the whole reason why we read the Bible is so that we can actually be applying it to our lives. And so it's so important. Now, a key, first of all, on the difficulty of this, this is not easy and you never stop working on this. You never stop. There is a heart condition that we're prone towards moving towards independent spirit. And we need to constantly be moving our kids towards a teachable spirit. It's not like one event or one conversation or something like that. And if you want it to be easier than that, then I have a quote for you. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. And if that sounds kind of like, Isaac, you're so tough. Well, I just care about your kids and your legacy. And the truth has got to be delivered. Yeah. And and honestly, we talked about this before. Like, you can't wish to become better. You actually have to take efforts and steps to become better. Yeah. You just need to get, you need to do it. And you're the parent. And, and so the question is, are you teachable? No, really? Are yeah. you teachable? Think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Think about your life. Think about the people around you. When somebody tries to teach you because you complained about a problem or there's an issue happening and somebody tries to teach you, do you immediately put your defenses up and say, I'm already doing that? 
or even blame shifting. This is definitely something that we've experienced with our kids before. And I'm sure if you're a parent, you have as well, where you go to confront a kid on something and then they blame shift and try to blame a different kid for something else or they try to turn it around on you because you interrupted or whatever. Like you guys, that has to be held accountable immediately because that is that again goes back to our human nature. Adam and Eve were trying to hide. Blame shifting is a version of trying to hide. Not accepting any fault and immediately redirecting and saying someone else's name and that they did it. And it's really a sign of spiritual immaturity if you blame shift. So for example, if you were to go and hold someone accountable or to like a brother or sister in Christ, right? Your peers with them or whatever. And their response isn't, thank you for telling me I care deeply about that and I don't want my reputation to be like this and I'm going to change. If that's not their response, but their response instead is, but I think you should have da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That's blame shifting. So now here's the thing. You might be saying to yourself, oh yeah, I think I'm teachable. It's just that people don't understand me. (laughs) And I would say to you, I would say, well, whose fault is it if people don't understand you? Do you have real fellowship with people? Do you let people in? Because they will listen Mm -hmm. if they're your friends. And or are you do you have such a high expectation that when somebody gives you constructive feedback or tries to teach you something that if they don't get it perfect, you won't listen to any of it? Isn't it true yeah. when someone gives us feedback, there's some things that parts of it they may not understand, but there's many parts that are going to be true. And if we get hung up on the parts that maybe they don't understand and you are doing right and you start defending yourself, mm-hmm. what does it say to the teacher that's trying to teach you something? Right. Well, and I think that this is important for adults. The reason why we're talking about are you teachable is because you cannot lead your kids where you are not. Amen. And you are the teacher. So if you are are desiring for your family, for your children to have teachable hearts towards God's ways, right. towards you, towards becoming wise, you must be what you want them to be. And a lot of times, a lack of teachability, especially in older kids mm-hmm. and adults, is insecurity. It's we care so much that people look at us a certain way because we're insecure inside. Our mm-hmm. our confidence, our identity is not in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's in how the people in the world views us. Mm-hmm. Then that insecurity comes out and we start getting defensive. We start puffing ourselves up. Well, no, I do that correctly. No, I do this correctly. And we're not receiving it. Therefore, we stagnate and we cannot grow right. because without the help of others, we're probably not going to grow. Actually, that's true. The Bible uses many examples on how friends are supposed to um, sharpen one another's iron sharpens iron. But I'm going to read to you guys from Psalm 1 because this is a warning that we need to heed and teach our children as well. But if you do have a teachable heart and your kids do have a teachable heart, you need to guard who you are learning from. It says, blessed is man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. This 
You guys, we want our kids to prosper. We do not want them to fall, to suffer harm. We don't want them to be sitting in the seat of the ungodly or walking with the sinners, right? Right. And so we have to do that ourselves if we want that for our kids. But not only that, you are the teacher of your children and you need to be careful what you are teaching them. Yeah. It's it, it's extremely important. There's another scripture that I just want to share with you quickly that's in Matthew chapter 18, verse six, that says, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses. And this is a warning for all parents. Yeah. It, I mean, it's... God is talking about the punishment of offenders here. But when I read that, I am like to the core of who I am as a mother woken up in a very sobering kind of way that is important for all of us as parents, where we recognize our responsibility in teaching our children that we are leading them in the path of righteousness and not astray. And part of that is by our example. It's so true. So just a moment, I want to share just a a little bit about the Parenting Mentor Program. Uh, You're going to hear from Carissa McClendon, who is, uh, they just went through the first six week self-paced program. So cool. It's really 10 hours of curriculum that's self-paced with live engagement, real community over a six week span. So we give you a piece each week and you have your own private dashboard. You go in there and we are literally giving you, we teed it up, the biblical parenting model that we have used and seen fruit Mm -hmm. from over the last 18 years in our parenting. And it is such a small investment for what you get. What is a godly legacy worth to you. And so go to CourageousParenting.com and check that out. And here's Carissa. Hey guys, I just wanted to jump on here and say thank you to Isaac and Angie Tolpin. I've been doing their Courageous Parenting uh, mentor class. And before I really felt as though I was a very heavy handed parent and didn't really have the biblical foundation uh, with which to examine my parenting. And this class has just really rocked my world and really brought me back to the basics and thinking about um, how to parent my children. And so I just wanted to say thank you. If you guys are even interested in taking this class, do it. It's amazing and you won't regret it. Now, uh, it's so important that you see yourself as a teacher. We're talking about being a teacher here. Mm -hmm. You are a teacher. Teaching is required of parenting. It's true. Regardless of if you, what your educational choices are for your kids, you are a teacher, period. You just are. And, but a lot of parents don't develop or cultivate that kind of relationship with their kids. And then they struggle and their kids don't necessarily come to them when they're older asking for advice. Right, Isaac? Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. If you want your teenage years to be the best years and for them to come to you for advice, then you better do it when they're younger. Now, it's never too late. You can always instill it because the biblical truth will help convict your kids at any age. That's true. But it is easier if you do do it at a young age. And when when are they going to need you the most? Well, when they need you the most, for most parents, the kids are the most distant from their parents. Mm. In those teenage years where all that peer pressure and the transition, life transitions are happening, what they're going to do for the rest of their life and figure out. And You'd better hope that you've developed a lot of good spiritual disciplines in your kids before you launch them. And if you haven't taught them those spiritual disciplines, which you notice I use the word taught. Yeah. 
So even like their habits and things like that, you when you're teaching your kids hygiene, let's use hygiene for an example. Yep. If you're teaching your kids hygiene, if they don't have a teachable heart and they roll their eyes at you when you're reminding them, have you brushed your teeth today? And they're 13 years old. If they haven't developed that habit yet, uh-oh, oh, yeah. oops. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> Proverbs 29, 1, it says, He who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. That's like your teenagers who have not developed a teachable spirit because when they were two, you were not diligent with them, and then you never became diligent with them later either. And so it is really, really important. Start now. It's never yeah. too late. And I would just add that, you know, if you do have older kids and you're just realizing, wow, I I actually really have regret the first 10 years of my parenting. I want to challenge you. Be a courageous parent. Go to yes. your child. Humble yourself before them. And mistake. admit to them the mistakes that you have made in not parenting them biblically and not warning them and not helping them to see their need for having a teachable heart. And share with them how you realize that you yourself need to have a teachable heart. Share all of this with them. They will not have a hardened heart towards you if you come with a humble spirit that's truly like, I want what's best for you. And I realize I didn't set you up for what's best vision is required if you're a parent and so you have to shift your relationship for the Mm -hmm. long term if you're not thinking of the long term today you get caught up in the mundane tasks a day goes by a week a month pretty soon a year another year and pretty soon you're not digging in with them Mm -hmm. developing the relationship you need and they need to launch as confident christian kids in an uncertain world it's so important so the goal is that they want advice from you forever don't over delegate it to the youth pastor pastors coaches all the different places you are the parent and Husbands, dads, you are the pastor of your family. So let's not take this lightly. Your kids need to learn from their mistakes. So do you have open dialogue talking about the mistakes they made and letting them discuss and creating an atmosphere where they feel comfortable Mm -hmm. talking about their mistakes? You know, what is also important is that kids have the ability to learn from other people's mistakes. That actually in my mind, is a fruit of someone who has a teachable heart. Mm -hmm. Because if they are able to recognize mistakes in other people and not judge them, but to take that to heart and learn from that mistake, they are going to be a million miles ahead as far as maturity goes. And that's what we want for our kids, right? So it is not just that they have a teachable heart and they're able to take it from you when you're you're talking to them and pointing sin out, although that is important. The other aspects are that they would be able to receive those same kind of conversations from other people, not just you. But again, it's cultivating a culture, a family culture. Absolutely. Family culture is so important. What does it mean to be a your last name? Have you thought about that? Have you designed that? Do you have key statements you say constantly? Yeah, that's one of the things that we share in the parenting program. Lots of little nuggets like that on creating vision and family culture. I want to share with you from Luke chapter 6, verse 39, 40, part of 41. It says, and he spoke with a parable to them. This is Jesus who's speaking. Can the blind lead the blind? That is so important because we as parents cannot teach our children to have teachable hearts if we do not have them. Can the blind lead the blind? No. Will they not both fall into a ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and do not perceive the plank in your own eye? This, like, I I encourage you to go and read the entire chapter of chapter six, especially um, all the way to 
up to chapter seven. But this specifically is talking about us as teachers too. This is another warning. Like if we're teaching our kids not to be a hypocrite, for example, we're pointing a speck out in their own eye. We need to take the log out of our own first, right? Absolutely. And so this is a message about cultivating a teachable heart in your kids. But this is also critically important because if you're trying to cultivate a teachable heart in your children and you do not have that, your kids see that they and they will you. they will follow you but they will also not have respect for you if you're trying to teach something that you yourself do not do and don't think this is just the older kids your two-year-old Can is tell. so smart yeah unbelievably smart they're modeling everything they see they're human beings made by god for his purposes and they are super smart so and we've talked about ageism multiple times in many of these podcasts but that is a totally relevant topic for what we're talking about. One good test for you to ask yourself, but also to ask yourself of your children is, does ageism exist within our family culture to the degree where we're not able to learn from someone who's younger than us mm-hmm. or someone who is a peer to us? Because your kids are peers one one to another, in a sense, there's olders, there's youngers. Yep. But if someone younger was to come to their older brother or older sister and say, when you did this, I was offended, or I see you being a hypocrite when, or I feel like you're manipulating me, or whatever it is, like, does that kid respond with a humble attitude, able to learn and be humble to be able to be corrected yep. and turn from their sin because they were they were they were encouraged or rebuked by someone younger than them and that is only going to happen if they've witnessed you being able to do that and they've witnessed you being able to put yourself underneath elders in a sense underneath mentors i would say another thing too is the older i get the more i'm also learning from people younger than me some of the wisest people i know are a decade younger than i am and, and I also learn from people older than me and people my same age. And it's important to model that. I know Angie does too. And the last thing is the ultimate goal of all of this mm-hmm. is that you're developing a teachable spirit in your child. So they hunger after learning from their creator, mm-hmm. God himself. They hunger for the word of God. They have a teachable spirit and they allow the convictions of the Holy Spirit in their life to change them throughout their life because they developed a teachable spirit while they were in your home. And that you know what is so powerful about that is that it really is a good test for parents really truly to be able to see, do my kids have a strong identity in Christ or not? Because if they have a teachable heart and they're humble, that's a sign, a fruit of having your identity in Christ, that you're able to take that on confidently and know that that's not your identity. The sin that you just committed is not who you are. Mm-hmm. But if they get anguished over it in a sense and they don't want to admit it and they're prideful and they, they that may be a sign that they have taken on other things to be part of their identity. And so this could be a deeper issue that you really need to dig into. So thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. We wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. 
Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, Isaac and I release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you and your spouse to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. It's an incredible program where we cover everything from obedience, training, to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's an incredible community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentorship program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.